This is episode number 113 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannard. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fearless Presentations podcast. I'm Doug Standard, CEO of the Leaders Institute, and this is the podcast that helps people just like you become more professional speakers and presenters and really reduce that nervousness and fear that people feel when they stand up to speak. This is episode number 113, and the title of this, we, I, I've actually changed the title around a couple on, uh, of times on this just because... The title is about how to have a catchy title. And so I wanted to make sure that I was practicing what I, what I preach. Uh, so I kind of went through the whole process. So the title of this session is Catchy Presentation Titles Are the Start of a Great Presentation. And that is really, really true. There, this is really one of the most important parts of designing a really good presentation. And we're going to take you step-by-step step through a process that will help you create a really good title for your presentation. The, the podcast is brought to you by fearlesspresentations.com. Uh, I talk every week about the, the two-day public speaking class that we offer. Um, we do this in about 30 different cities around the United States, Canada, Europe. And the reason why we are such big promoters of the public speaking class format is because it really works. I mean, if you really want to get better at speaking in front of a group, there's no better way to do it than to actually get up and speak in front of a group. So that's why classes work a whole lot better than some of the other types of venues that are out there. I mean, obviously, we have an online course, and the online course is fantastic. And it really helps if you are already fairly decent at speaking and you want to improve certain parts of your presentation, then fine-tuning using online training and podcasts and things like that is a way to, to fine-tune is a fantastic way to do it. But if you're feeling that nervousness, there's really no other way than to actually get up and practice. And it's better to practice in a controlled environment than it is to kind of go out on your own and try something and hope it actually works. So the the classes that we that we teach work really, really well. By the way, just so you know, they work 100% of the time. We've never had a single person go through fearless presentations and go, eh, it was okay. Most of the time when folks come out of the two-day fearless presentations class, they're like, oh my God, that was a life-changing experience. I wish I had known how to do this five years ago or 10 years ago or 15 years ago and hopefully you'll have the the uh, same same results when you go through the two-day public speaking class now we have classes coming up in a number of different cities in fact let me just kind of scroll through uh, the next class that we have coming up is we got a class in Minneapolis Minnesota San Antonio Texas Phoenix Arizona Indianapolis, Indiana, New York, New York, Charlotte, North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, San Francisco, California. And by the way, that San Francisco class, I know there were a few people that registered for that in the, the week that we were um, that I'm recording this. Um, so there's a good chance that might be full by the time that you, you hear this. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, 
Raleigh, North Carolina, and Chicago. Those are just the ones that are coming up in in the next couple of months. So if I didn't call your city, go to fearlesspresentations.com and and check out our schedule. All right, so let's get on with today's podcast. So our title today is Catchy Presentation Titles and, and how they're the start of a great presentation. The, the title that you use in your presentation is really important when you begin to design the presentation because when your title changes even just a little bit, sometimes the entire content of your presentation is going to change. And, and as we kind of walk through this process to help you create a little bit better presentation titles than maybe what you have done in the past – you may notice that the content that you're going to cover might shift pretty dramatically as you as you go through this process. That is very normal, by the way. It's something that we would expect to happen as a result of altering your title just a little bit. But by the way, just so you know, the reason why the title is so important is because your audience is going to determine whether your presentation is worthy of their time almost instantly. <laughs> so within the first few seconds, they're going to walk into your room and they're going to form that impression and they're going to determine at that point whether or not this is going to that you're worthy of their time so in most cases by the way they make that that determination entirely off of the title of the speech so in in this session i'm going to show you a quick and easy way to come up with a fantastic title for your presentation and if you do this really well it'll actually make your audience want to pay attention to your speech I always say, you know, when, when I'm teaching my classes, I always say, if you start with a great title, the presentation almost writes itself. And that is really, really true. So um, the thing that, that um, we want to cover first, though, is how the title that you use, especially if it's a catchy presentation title, it's important for the audience satisfaction. So before I get into the step-by-step -step process that I teach people how to do to create a really good title, let's talk about how the title and how important that is to audience satisfaction. And if you think about the last time that you went to a conference that had multiple breakout sessions going on at the same time, if, if you're like most people, the titles that you looked at, the, they, they, they'll likely create an 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 impression of the speech itself. So once you kind of move, you, you narrow down your choices, only then do you move on to the description and the other things that are associated with the, with the actual speech. And in that instant where you were scanning the titles, though, you probably had this inner monologue going on. At least, I don't know, I, I think I'm kind of normal, but this is the inner monologue that I hear. I read the title and I go, mm, nope. Not worth my time. And then I'll read another one. I'll go, nope, that one sounds boring. And I'll read another one. And go, nope, that one is totally unrelated to anything that interests me. Oh, wait a minute. That one might be okay. I don't, I don't look at the title and go, ooh, that's the one that I want to go to quite often. But sometimes I do. But a lot of times it's like, eh, okay, I'll take another look at that one. And, and that's how most folks kind of narrow down. If they're at, at one of these big conferences with breakout sessions and stuff like that, that's the process that will likely we go through. Um, one of the, just so you know, one of the really closely held public speaking secrets is that every audience member has this inner monologue. The inner monologue occurs before every single meeting, before every single presentation that we attend. And in most cases, just as when you're looking at that, that when you're looking at that breakout session list, the answer that we receive in our head is, nope, this seems like a total waste of my time. That's in our internal meetings at the office or when 
Um, I, I, it, maybe we're presenting at a customer's office and the customer is, you know, they're, they've agreed to the meeting, but they're, oh man, I really don't think I want to be here. So I, a lot of times people are having that inner monologue. And, and if you do a good job with your presentation title, you can help kind of calm that, that resistance that you're going to get. So here's some examples, by the way, of presentations title that presentation titles that will make people yawn. <laughs> so the, these are the ones that will tell your audience that this presentation is totally going to be a snooze fest. So um, a, pre a presentation title that might do that might be something like quarterly financial report. If you've been in, if you've been to one of my two day fearless presentations classes, or if you've done the online course, you know, you know, I make fun of the quarterly financial report a lot because quite often when people are designing quarterly financial reports, that's basically what they put up on the screen. The very first thing they put up is just quarterly financial report. And it's boring. Oh, my God. I mean, if I see that and I'm in the audience, I'm going, oh, God, please get me out of here. Uh, another one that's pretty boring is just the term software update. That happens a lot. You know, it's like the, the tech people will put together a, a, an update to a piece of software and they want to tell the company about the software update. And so they just title the the presentation software update. Another one might be project report. So I'm, I'm in a project meeting and I'm supposed to give a project report. I just call it project report, or maybe I'm the, the leader of the organization or the group and I'm, I'm going, I want to enthuse my team. So I'll create a title like goals for 20, whatever, whatever the year is, 2020, 2021, 2022. Uh, so I, if these are just there, they are, they're titles that are kind of generic. Oh, let me give you one more. One more I just kind of thought of. Uh, why we need to make changes in our internal processes. Um, that's the one that really bugs me. We'll talk, kind of talk about that one uh, as, we, as we kind of go through. But the, I'll, I'll just kind of give you a... a a premonition of what we're going to talk about. I'll, I'll kind of, uh, I'll kind of go through it just a little bit. When anytime you start your title with a question word like "why," basically what you're doing is you're asking a question of the audience instead of telling them the answer to that question. And we'll, we'll kind of talk about that. So if you if you have a if you have a title that says "why we need to make changes in our internal processes," there's a good chance that's going to be pretty boring. All right, so first, your title has to tell your audience exactly what you're going to be covering. If you want to have a good, catchy title, it's got to cover exactly what you're going to be covering in the presentation. It can't be vague. It can't be generic. And, and each of the titles that I just mentioned, are, are they violate all of those rules. They're, they're, every one of them is vague. Every one of them is generic. Uh, and they don't tell us anything about what the topic or what the presentation is going to be about other than just that, that vague term. The, the term financials is also vague. So, so like, for instance, if we go back to that, that first one, quarterly financial report, what financials, what specific financials are we going to be talking about? Um, you know, in addition you know, it, to, um, to boring the audience at the onset, a vague title is, much bigger problem. That title is going to cause the speaker to cover way too much content, right? So if it's the quarterly financial report and you're the CFO of a big corporation, there is a, I mean, that big corporation is going to have a ton of financials. And so it's not narrow. Your topic is going to be so broad that it's going to be very difficult to cover. 
So that's the first thing that you want to do is make sure that your topic isn't really vague and broad and and that kind of thing. So second, catchy presentation titles actually focus on what the audience wants from the presentation. So if your title specifically tells the audience why they need to hear it, then it's probably a good catchy title for your presentation. If it doesn't, it's not, right? So it's our job as the the presentation designer, the person that's putting that presentation together, or maybe I'm not the presentation designer, maybe I'm just the presentation deliverer, but it's important. The role or the job of those two people is to make the folks that are in the audience want to pay attention to us. So if you start with a great title, you're more likely to accomplish this task. So for the next few minutes, I'm just going to go through what I call our presentation title generator. It's just a step-by-step process that that it, that will basically help you create that type of presentation that your audience will want to hear you speak. If, I mean, I know that's not proper grammar, but that's basically what we're trying to do. If we're going to be speaking, a pre, if we're going to be delivering a presentation, if we're going to be speaking to our audience, we want to design something that the audience really wants to pay attention to. So let's kind of start off with what most people do. And, and you can take a fairly general or generic or boring topic and jazz it up with just using this step-by-step process. So the first thing that you want to do is take that generic presentation that um, that you've kind of come up with, that generic title that you've come up with, and create a one-sentence statement of what your topic is about. So if you turn that idea, whatever that idea is that you're going to be covering in your presentation, if you turn it into a complete sentence it's going to be much easier to design the presentation around it and it's going to be much more interesting to your audience. So if you, if you notice in those examples that I gave before, most of them are just like two or three words, you know, quarterly financial report, project report, those kind of things. It's just a couple of words. There's not, it's not a complete sentence. So the first iteration of your title should have a, it, it should have a subject, a verb, it should have adjectives, adverbs, and a period at the end. So, when most printers, when most presenters uh, start creating these presentations, they they use that sentence fragment as a way, really, just to remember what they're going to cover. It it's what I call it's the presenter cheat note. So it it doesn't real, it's not really designed to help the people in the audience pay attention or to your to your presentation or to understand what you're going to be talking about. It's basically, it's a cheat note for me to remember what I was going to say. Because a lot of times what will happen is folks will say, um, when I when I kind of beat them up a little bit about putting down a, a title like quarterly financial report, they say, well, what happened in the last quarter? And they'll say, well, that's what I'm going to tell you in this speech, right? That's a huge mistake. You don't want to don't make the assumption that uh, people are going to hear are going to sit there and pay attention to your entire speech, hoping that they're going to get something of interest to them. So create a, 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 a one sentence statement of what the title is makes it a whole lot easier. Um, the, and by the way, this is the same for your your bullet points as well. Um, your your title and your bullet points should be really easy for the audience to read and understand. So you want to create that into a one sentence statement or one sentence one sentence of presentation is going to be about. So in the quarterly financial report, if I were what what I have to do is I have to go back and ask myself, okay, well what happened in this quarter that is going to be most interesting to the people in the audience? 
So let's say that the answer to that question is we exceeded our corporate goals and increased profit last quarter. So that's what happened. Well, that's a much more effective title for your presentation than quarterly financial report because when folks walk in the room, if that's all they see is just that sentence, they know exactly what happened last quarter in as far as the the, the grander scheme of things anyway. For the software update one, the new software update closed a few security risks for our customers. So what happened in that software update? What happened this time that's different from what we did in the last software update? Let's say if um, it's a project report, it's a, a, a building project of some time. So the, it's called ABC Company. So the ABC building project is behind schedule. It's a sentence and it's descriptive and it tells us exactly what's happening and probably what the and it leads the audience now to understand that okay so probably what we're going to cover in this presentation is how to get back on schedule or what to do to mitigate that being off schedule for the corporate goals instead of just saying our goals for 2020 or whatever year it is that we're doing this for we might tell what that specific goal is give us a give us an overview of what the the major goal is so it might be something like this year we will increase revenue by $200,000 by focusing Focusing on repeat business. So um, whatever the focus is, whatever it is that you're going to be covering, you know, make that the one sentence statement that you're going to cover in your in your uh, that the title becomes anyway. The um, and then the last one was uh, about how we need to change our internal processes. Well, what internal processes are there? Are they? What what are we going to be doing? So let's just say something like department heads need to communicate team activities better. Maybe our department heads aren't communicating as effectively as we want them to, and so they need to, to do that better. All of those one-sentence statements are much, much better than the generic terms that we did before, but we're not done yet. I mean, that's those are pretty decent titles, by the way, and much better, but it's um, it, we're, we're going to actually improve it a little bit more. Um, the interesting thing about going through this process is just by forcing yourself to make your topic into a complete sentence, you will actually narrow down the topic dramatically. So if you look at the difference between the that that first list that I kind of mentioned and then the second, the second is way more interesting already. So the third thing that you want to do is you want to identify why the audience would even care about this thing that you're talking about. So so the so the once you come up with that one sentence statement of what the problem is, now you want to add in the why. So what's the benefit to the audience if they pay attention to you even for just a for just a few minutes. So a good way to do this is to read out loud the sentence that you just created. And then ask yourself, hey, if I were the person sitting in the audience, why would I care about this thing? What is it in that presentation that would interest me? What's in it for me, basically? So, by the way, if if the answer to those questions are I wouldn't, you know, so if, if, I, so if I were sitting in the audience, why would I care about this? If the answer to that question is I wouldn't or if I if I said, hey, what's in it for me? And the answer to that question is not much then it's probably a good idea to just to cancel your speech because you're really just wasting everybody's time. If you can't identify why somebody would need to hear the information that you're going to be covering, you probably shouldn't be given the speech in the first place. So keep that in mind. Um, for the for the sentences that we just covered, though, the following might be a good answer. So for the for the quarterly bonus, 
Um, if if we know that revenue is increased and and um, uh, and profit is increased, then maybe the benefit to the people in the audience is that their quarterly bonus has their quarterly bonus has increased as well. That would make me want to listen to it. If that's the last thing that I put into the presentation title, I'd probably want to pay attention to that because I, I, I want to know how much now, right? So it's, it's piqued my interest. For the for the update in the software, the security uh, the security update, um, maybe the the benefit is that your customers are less likely to experience a data breach. That's pretty important to to the folks that are in the company because even if I don't deal directly with the customer, if there is a data breach, that's going to cause a lot of problems for the company and it's going to affect um, a lot of the different jobs in the organization. The for the schedule, the schedules we're behind schedule on the ABC project. So if we adjust our plan, we can get back on schedule without incurring overruns, without without incurring additional cost. And then if uh, for the for the goals, if for the annual goal that we're creating, maybe the the benefit of that is that your commissions will also increase. So maybe I'm talking to my sales team and we're setting a goal for the sales team. And if if they know that their commissions are going to increase when we increase that revenue, hey, okay, now that's what's in it for them. They get something out of it. So basically, uh, and then the last one, which is the um, um, the uh, the processes, how we need to change our process. If we change that process, maybe we can reduce our overall department cost. If I'm if I'm speaking to the department heads. A lot of times their bonuses or something like that might be might be uh, geared toward those costs. So if we reduce those costs. That's what's in it for them. All all we're doing is taking what we want from the presentation and then also identifying what the audience wants from the presentation and then meshing those into an, a a title. So although in that last example, although we we like to think that the department head that those department heads you know really care deeply about the revenue and profit and so we'd say well the benefit to them is that the company's going to make more revenue and profit in reality most of us are pretty self-centered <laughs> but if the department heads are 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 very you know, if if they're if we're talking about their uh, bonuses, they care very deeply about those things. Um, outside of the tech folks, you know, no one really cares about website security. However, if the company has a data breach, the entire company is going to have those challenges to deal with. So each one of those items that we covered, we we just kind of came up with a sentence, and then we said, "Oh, if I'm sitting in that audience, what would be the benefit to me?" So, and by the way. Um, if you're looking for details about how to make your presentation more audience focused, I put a um, uh, in the in the podcast notes. I put a section or a link back to a. Um presentation that I did last year about how to make that presentation really audience focused. So if if the items that we just went over are confusing or if they're like, eh, I'm not sure if I can do that with my own presentations, there's a whole podcast on how to do that and just kind of go back and you can listen to that. I'll put the I'll put the link in the podcast notes, by the way. So if you go to fearlesspresentations.com, just type in the title of the uh, just if you put in catchy presentation title in the search bar it'll come up very quickly so now that you have the two component pieces you just put them together and when you do it's going to create a series of really catchy presentation titles so let me kind of read through them real quick what i'm going to do is just give you the sentence that we created and then add in the benefit to the audience in some of these cases it's going to fit exactly the way that we wrote it <laughs> you know so if the the, the I, i'll say that sentence and then immediately say the benefit to the audience in other cases 
we we might get a little creative and and make it make the title even more interesting by maybe changing the order or something like that. So you you'll kind of see that. So the first one, the the when you combine those two components about exceeding the corporate goals and the bonuses, it would sound something like, well, we exceeded our corporate goals and increased profit last quarter, so quarterly bonus has also increased. So if I'm if if that's the presentation title, I know it's a little long-winded, but if that's the actual presentation title, if you compare that to the first one, which was quarterly financial report, man, that totally makes me want to listen to it because it's telling me exactly what I need to pay attention to and how I'm going to benefit from it. For the for the software update, so your customers are less likely to experience a data breach because we closed a few security risks in the recent update. So all I did, I got a little creative with that one, and I just put the benefit at the beginning because I know that's what they're going to be most most interested in. So put the benefit at the beginning, and then tell them how we got there. Uh, for the for the um, schedule for the project report, if we adjust the project plan on the ABC building, we can get back on schedule without incurring overruns, right? So um, again, comparing that to project report, that's a whole lot more interesting. Tells me why I need to pay attention. For the, for the goal-setting topic, this year we're going to increase revenue by $200,000 and, by the way, commissions by $25,000 by focusing on repeat business. Now, I just basically kept the, the exact sentence the way that it was, that one sentence that I came up with, but I just stuck a parenthetical reference to what the salespeople would want in the middle of it, and it works just as well. So you don't have to... You know, just say, okay, this is my sentence, and I'm going to put that sentence first, and then I'm going to put the benefit at the end of it. Although you can, it works really well, but you can get creative and, and sometimes get even better better uh, titles for your presentation. It makes them a little bit more catchy. Um, one of the For the department heads, if the title might be, if we as department heads can communicate our team's activities better, we should be able to reduce department costs significantly. So maybe these presentation titles aren't, perfect, you know, but you have to admit they're much better now than what they were when we first started. So let's compare a few of these. So originally we had quarterly financial report. Boring as all get out. We ended up with, we exceeded our corporate goals and increased profit last year. So quarterly bonuses have also increased. I mean, which one of those would you rather set through? I mean, guess what? Your audience thinks the same way. So if you want to, you know, catch the attention of your audience right away, realize that th that that catchy presentation title can really help. So, by the way, once you have a great title, the the post that's called um, "How to Design Presentations Quickly," uh, it was the one that we did last week. So if you just kind of go back one. Uh, one podcast, you'll you'll see it's the very last podcast that was there. Um, it will help you once you have that that title, design a really good pro, uh, presentation in a in a real step by step fashion. Uh, and by the way, we also have you know free stuff all over fearless presentations. I got we've got this thing that I think it is probably the most popular page on our website. I mean, we get hundreds of people every day going through and filling out a um, um, a um, a presentation outline on this. It's called the um, the uh, pre the online speech creator. I mean, it's basically it was a generic title that we came up with. It I, I it is one of the most popular things that we do because folks can go on to that single page, type in 
you basically answer a few questions. The, the speech creator will actually ask you a few questions, and it will help you design your title. It will help you design your bullet points. It will help you design your content that you're going to put in there. And then once you hit the submit button, it sends an email to you with a summary of all the stuff that you, you put in there. So it's a, it's a really effective way to design a presentation. It's free. All you have to do is just go to fearlesspresentations.com and type in uh, speech creator in the search bar. Actually, that one is one where if you just type in online speech creator into Google, it's all, it, it's almost always going to show up in the number one spot unless something weird has happened in the last in the last few months. Um, it's it's just so popular. So if you're if you're having trouble designing speeches or if you want uh, some help coming up with with better presentation titles or just being able to present more effectively in front of a group, make sure and go to fearlesspresentations.com. Check out the Fearless Presentations class schedule and make sure and see us every week or listen to us every week on the Fearless Presentations podcast. This is Doug Standard and. Thanks for attending the Fearless Presentations podcast. We'll see you next week. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.